I'm shook! Hello, everybody, and welcome back to everybody's favorite celebrity Hollywood podcast. It's Holly Shook! Hi, I'm Ryan, as per usual. And I'm also joined, as per usual, by Armin. Hi, Armin, and happy belated birthday! Thank you, Rye. I feel like, uh, as always with us, it's just a bit late, but it still counts, right? Sure. Your birthday was two weeks ago? One week? Two weeks ago? Two weeks? Do you even know me? No. A full three weeks ago. A full three? three. Yes, a tight full three. I'm not saying three because I'm rounding out from like 17 days. It's been 21 days exact. Exactly. Damn, you old bitch. Um, no one thing about me is i don't know anyone's birthday so sorry but we all know yours only because of anna nicole smith and you have to always remember that right we will never know your birthday because of you and your wonderfulness by the way thank you it it has really nothing to do do with you and more so to do with anna nicole smith's gravitas her weight in history i mean truly one of the icons the legends marilyn monroe-esque figure and of course she died on your birthday making it the most important event to happen on that date i'm so sorry they mostly stole the attention from me on my birthday at 8 a.m i didn't even get like a full hour of being in middle school to like get attention before i don't know why middle schoolers were so <clears throat> invested in anna nicole smith but nobody wanted to talk about me after that i'll tell you that well at our age Anna Nicole Smith just had like that crazy reality show. I, w- I want to say on E. Yeah, the Anna Nicole, Anna Nicole Smith show. Right. Yeah. And we were all enamored with her because of that and the trial and her story. And she was yeah. zany and she was having a lot of ups and downs. She was one of the more talked about celebrities at the time. Now, if Anna Nicole Smith died today and, and basically her fame plummeted to the extent in which it right. has, which to no fault of, you know, anyone, it's just she right. hasn't been around. The roller coaster, yeah. <laughs> but do you think Gen Zers would give a shit if Anna Nicole Smith died today? No. And if she died on my birthday this year, it would have. I wouldn't hate her as much because it wouldn't have taken as much attention. You know, right. I wish she lived. Like, <laughs> and her 20- fame declined exactly as it has yeah. in the last sixteen or seventeen years, right? Yeah. If she died this year, I would have been like sad, obviously, but I would have been like, okay, well, I'm not mad at you because you didn't really like take that much attention because no one's really talking about it anymore. But yeah, that was traumatic for me. But who knows where Anna Nicole Smith would be if she didn't die? Yeah, she may have like made a comeback. Well, yeah. I don't know. Who's to say? Who's to say? Maybe. We'll never know. But you know who you know who is stealing all the attention today? Who you is know? that, right? Who is you know, I can't even guess. You know who is on the on everybody's lips? Ariana Maddox, Anton Sandoval, and Raquel Levis. Is it Raquel Levis? Rachel. Um, it's Scandoval, you guys. We talked about it last time. And we finally got the explosive. One could argue peak, one of the best episodes of reality television that I've ever seen in my entire life. Truly surreal the whole way through. Surreal. Um, Sir. Yeah. Sir. Real. Oh, gosh, and I didn't even mean to do that. Um Right before we start talking about the episode, do you think this is the college admission scandal of 2023, where we're going to be talking about this for six, seven months? Or do you think it's going to die after the reunion? Obviously, it's not going to be as talked about to the extent that it has been while the season is airing, because it's like, it's every week a we're week, giving a more. week anticipation, yeah. yeah. But that being said, it's not over, because... 
once they start filming again, you know, the there it came out yesterday or the day before that contracts negotiations have been put on pause. I don't know if you saw that. I did not. I saw that season 11 had been, um, I, I guess the show has been renewed for season yeah. 11. Yeah. So they're doing a season 11 and then uh, cast contract negotiations have been put on pause. They're saying it's because the cast itself needs like some time to breathe and not have, like it's been so all consuming that they need time to like chill out, kind of like regroup before they like think about filming again. My theory is that it's because they don't know who's coming back yet. Of course. So we'll get into takeaways, but one of my takeaways relates to that. So why don't we talk about the episode? Okay. Which uh, scenes shocked you the most what stood out to you i mean like you said this is one of the greatest episodes of reality tv of all time what elements of it made it one of the greatest episodes ever so i have a top three top three scenes um rank them i think i'll rank them okay or from third from bot from from third to favorite third to favorite okay i think my third is the opening scene, Ariana versus Sandoval. Here's why that's it's my, that's my favorite though. Okay, and I and I and I understand that. Here's why I put it third. It was Ariana said exactly what she needed to say. She was so calm and like knew like every word was so like she didn't lose her cool. She didn't get too emotional. Not like she doesn't have, like she could get emotional, but she just so killed that scene. It was biting, it was emotional, it was perfect. It was dragging him for filth. I was shocked at how articulate she was. I articulate. mean, that's the word I was looking for. Who in their lowest moment and maybe this isn't necessarily her lowest moment, but from what we've seen on the show, I mean, this is one of the most devastating things that could happen to anyone if your partner of 10 years sleeps with your best friend. Of course, this is understandably, understandably a rock-bottom moment for anyone, not, to her, not because it's her fault or anything. It just sucks right. if it happens to you. And like you said, she read Sandoval to filth. Mm-hmm. Every single point, too, was so spot on. Like, I, I just want to spotlight two of them. One, which I had never thought about before, was Sandoval, I've loved you since 2009. When we started being friends, I knew I loved you. When you were broke, when you were driving like a 97 Honda Accord, I think she said. Mm-hmm. From here on out, Sandoval will never know whether or not someone loves him for who he truly is, like Ariana did. Right. Or love him for the fame and the, like, like Ariana said, the little bit of money you got now. You got a little money, you got a little bar, band. you got a little band. Oh, Iconic. brilliant. And it's funny, I don't think we've talked about that aspect of this scandal at all, but it's so true. Ariana is a ride or die from day one, before all the fame, before the money, before the billboards, before mm-hmm. all that shit, Ariana was there. And wow, I mean, he treated her uh, grotesquely. I mean, I can't believe he did that to her. And it's Two. funny, like, that comment... Because I was trying to do the math. I was, like, literally that math meme of, like, doing... I'm, like, 10 years, but, like, that's... But it's, like, no, she was friends with him, liked him, yeah. in love with him, friendly, before they were official. And I'm, like, exactly. that's even... That makes it even, like, crazier. Just like Sheena, they were working at Villa Blanca together. That's how yeah. they knew each other. When Ariana was introduced, she was introduced as the bartender from Villa Blanca, Blanca. who was moving over to Sir. 
Iconic, iconic, iconic. By the way, I love how we know their lives almost as well as we know each other's lives. I know I know the restaurants they work at more than the restaurants I used to work at. Like, I forget where I worked, but I know that they started at Villa Blanca. <laughs> <laughs> and, okay, the second point I wanted to spotlight was what she said about Tom basically just wanting, like, a yes person in his life. That she wanted someone to gas him up, I think is exactly how she put mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. But the, the people that you trust the most, at least in my point of view, like, not you, Ryan, in particular, but, like, the broader you, the broader we. Like, I trust people who will tell me no. I trust people who will tell me how it is. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's not what you want to hear all the time. But Sandoval clearly just wanted someone who will back him up every single time, mm-hmm. who will gas him up, who will do everything he wants to do, but uh, and won't force him to watch a few episodes of Love Island because that's what, you know, his partner sees as right thing. let's take like, mushrooms like you're five years old sir <laughs> and i'm not saying you can't do mushrooms at 45 but like if that's still the only way that you feel like you can connect to your girlfriend of 10 years like fuck you like and he never wanted to do what ariana wanted to do right like she probably would be down to do mushrooms with you but like you that like you also have to sit and watch love island with her like please um by the way, great show. Not that hard of a commitment. You'll have some laughs and have some fun. Watch the show. It's quality time. It's quality time. Like, you sit on the couch and you watch TV together. That's quality time. Like, please. She just killed it. He is a despicable human. The fact that he couldn't, he never apologized is right. sickening. And then when he finally did say sorry, it was her, I think her line was like, I can't, like, the fact that she was smiling to my face while she was smiling to you on FaceTime. And then he goes, well, I'm really sorry you had to see that. And she's like, it's not about having to see that. It's about you doing it. Apologize for doing it. Not that I saw it. Like, you're so fu-. He never apologized. And then he goes straight to Schwartz's house and is apologizing to Schwartz more than he apologized to fucking Ariana. Don't get me started on Schwartz. I can't even get into Schwartz right now. <laughs> Schwartz had a bad episode. Bad. Oh, but I got to say the moment that he gave us, I'm not sure if this is in your top three, but the moment that he gave us when he's on the couch and Katie is ripping him apart. And then he goes, I'm just a man who's trying to live. Okay, so I'm just a man who's trying to live. And then I forgot he goes on this like he starts going down some list of like horrible things. Man eating alligators in Florida. And There's man eating alligators in Florida. I'm like, shorts, you're just not a serious person. You are not a serious person. He totally there. unserious. He um so he was doing that and he's like leaning over like this and saying, like, I'm just a man who wants a simple life, like something stupid like that. And I literally go, Why is he a country song right now? And then yeah. five seconds later, Katie goes, You sound like a country song right now. And I was <laughs> me and Katie are on the same fucking wavelength right now. Um, um no, fuck Schwartz, we're not getting into him right now, but Going back to my rankings. And then you mm-hmm. can, like, so that was your number one, was my number three. I'd it's, say it was my number one. It felt so real. It was real. Yeah. It was raw. I and it, it was a great it was way to so start. So raw, like, so intense. The fact that that was the first scene, I was like, oh, we're starting up here. Okay. Mm-hmm. Second mm-hmm. favorite scene yep. is the last scene. My girl, Shishi, Shishu, coming for that Emmy this season. Mm-hmm. That was. Um, like iconic and the fact that that was the last episode the last scene of the episode is truly like holy fuck and shishu was 
emotional, <sighs> angry. She said all the right stuff, saying like, we're not friends anymore. Like, and that's like, obviously Shishu was kind of making it about herself throughout the whole thing, but that's like, right. that's, that's just Sheena Shea, but we love her. <laughs> They'd be on about like Ariana and Sandoval's like 10 year partnership, what was supposed to be a lifelong partnership for like, you know, whatever, 10 minutes, hours, probably in real time. And then Sheena would go, and then she hit me with a restraining order. <laughs> and it's like, Sheena, that's just not what we're talking about. Right now. <laughs> but here's the thing. I think Sheena was, you know, making it about herself, but not like trying to steal the attention. Right. I think it was just right. all that was happening. And as fans, when the restraining order thing came out, I mean, that was a huge part of the story. So like, of course. I want to know what like was happening with Shishi in the restraining order. Um, but that last scene was just so perfectly intense. You could tell it was real. Like we've seen Sheena like kind of put on the fight, like put on the waterworks for the camera, whatever everyone has on the show. But that was like raw emotion, just incredible. And like, she was, she didn't give him an inch of, you know, with Lisa being like, I don't think you're a bad person. You just did a bad thing. It's like, no, like Sheena's like, you fucking fucker. And you do have to think like they've known each other for 10, 12, whatever many years as well. She says but, it 14 years. Yeah. So it's like. They were right there. They opened Villa Blanca together. Mm-hmm. And so it's like you do like, even if it's a make about like, she's also that's like a loss for her, like oh, one of her best friends and. I mean, she says everyone's her best friend, but one of her longest friends to do this, like that's that sucks for her too. Not to I want to, extent, but I well, I want to piggyback off of um, the thing you said earlier about Sheena, like being much maligned over her phoniness for years, and you mentioned the water waterworks, right? A lot of people have said crocodile tears, crocodile tears, and right. and speaking of that was Sandoval all episode. We'll Don't even just bring up the Sandoval Lisa scene. Yeah. Maybe we'll get into it. Maybe not. But <laughs> the thing that Sheena has usually done is the opposite. She will say, Shay and I have the best marriage of all time. Right. Rob can mount a TV in less than seven, seven minutes. Right. Everything is perfect. Smiles, smiles, smiles. This was the realest I think we've ever seen Sheena. I think you totally. said that. I just want to reiterate that. Yeah. She was so real. And I think she kind of gave us some like beautiful insights into the complexity of the human condition mm -hmm. when she was saying some shit like, I'm really going to miss our friendship. So on top mm -hmm. of her, you know, shredding Tom Sandoval, she then acknowledges like, I, I love you as a friend. Mm -hmm. I'm going to mm -hmm. miss all the times we spent together. And she went into how like when everyone made me an outcast and they were alienating me and they didn't want to be near me, Sandoval went and pulled me and put his arms around me. And said, you're, no, part of this. you're a part of this too. You are a part of the crew. And listen, I'm not trying to paint Sandoval suddenly as like the best guy, the best friend, no, yeah. but the point like that I'm trying to make is that the fact that Sheena can even acknowledge that in that moment, mm -hmm. I think reveals the complexity of, the human condition that we can hold two truths in our hearts and they could be contradictory right in one hand you're like i hate sandoval he screwed over my best friend he did terrible heinous things but on the other hand what two decades of friendship down the toilet and much of those two decades were spent sharing beautiful moments together i mean he was at both of her weddings you could go on and on <laughs> <laughs> I wish people could could have seen you right there. Um but you know what I mean. Yeah. Like you like both of those things are true and yeah. they neither are wrong. 
no and i it was just such a like real and yeah like an interesting moment it wasn't just anger it was sadness it was you know nostalgia like missing what when your things were never going to be the same so i just loved that moment with shishi and we know i've always loved shishi so to see her like be that strong and like just like put her foot down was really because she also is someone who will make excuses for people like she's like they're they're my best friend like she's that girl so for her to like obviously there's no way she was gonna like excuse this but like it was just and just i to me that being the last scene like blew my mind like the fact that she she got the last scene i'm obsessed with that so that was my scene number two Wow, what's number one? I have ideas. Oh, it has to be. Well, I'm not going to say I it for you. I tweeted about it last night. Oh, did you? My number one. Can I guess? Guess. Sandoval Raquel. Yep. yep. I'm sorry. And I'm not saying because... I forgot about it. Can I, can I change my rankings? That is number one. That was deranged. It was the most insane five minutes of television I have ever watched and i've watched some fucked up weird shit that was the most like it was like watching two aliens yes land on planet earth and like try to form like i don't mimic human behavior like yes those two people are so delusional out like out of touch with reality and just completely deranged and watching the two of them interact first off let's set the scene this the the location is a huge part of it too (laughs) hell's tiny ass studio apartment with the fucking galaxy lights of all things playing in the background that was a choice to have the galaxy lights on she knew what she was doing (laughs) or did she i don't know (laughs) i don't know i don't know (laughs) secondly the instant let's take a double whiskey shot and chase it with Coors Light, like mental illness. Yeah. The instant Boilermaker was a tell that they're not in a great place. Not that there's anything wrong with Boilermakers. That is often my drink of choice. No, Boilermakers sure. are great. But I'm at a bar. <laughs> yes. And girl, let's be honest. Raquel's never taken a shot of whiskey in her life. Like, please. <laughs> and him sitting on the counter and then calling her ariana and then saying my family loves you and her responding i love you and he's like well i said they and like and then it all comes down and just her smile can i I do that real quick like word for word because that was insane insane they love you i love you too i said they love you but i love you too but i love you (laughs) and she's like oh and i'm like no But he had to say I love you at that moment. It would have been too awkward for him not to. Like he, I don't know. Like I don't think he did. Well, then I was like, are we watching them say I love you for the first time? Like that's also what ran through my mind. I think we were because he was taken aback. Oh my God. That is, yeah, that is like, I will lose sleep over that. And then like going into kiss, but him being like, there's cameras. We can't kiss. Like, Uh oh, that's where we're drawing the line is the kiss on camera. Like that's where we're going to end this. And then it all led up to, I think this is when I truly lost it. Raquel saying, you know, it does make me a little bit nervous that you would cheat on a girlfriend that you've had for nine years. And now I'm dating you. And it's like, 
what if you did that to me? I'm like, <laughs> you're just thinking about this now? Like, this is the first time it's going through your fucking head? Oh my God. Deranged. <sighs> it was like a horror movie. I was like, there's no yes. way this is really happening. Yeah, like like there was going to be an alien that crawled out of Raquel and Samuel's uh-huh. skin. Right. It's crank, it was, like yeah. this past, I'm being punked. I'm not kidding you. My my hand was on my forehead like this for the whole five minutes. Like I was, I couldn't, I forgot to breathe. It was the most deranged thing I've ever seen on television. Uh, I need to rewatch this whole episode, but specifically that scene. Because just like you, the whole time I'm like, oh, ah, like because it was so cringeworthy. Mm-hmm. You're kind of missing every five seconds. Due yes. To that. Oh, yeah. For anyone who's listening to this who hasn't seen this episode or we should have done a spoiler warning, by the way. Well, screw right. it. We're in. We're already. I feel like if they if it says Vanderpump finale, people are going to yeah. like, let's listen. Like, I'd rather just hear these two guys talk about it than watch it. Like, come on. If somehow you're just here with us without <laughs> having watched. <laughs> I love it. Just living vicariously through our experiences. <laughs> I highly recommend you go and watch this episode of TV. Just get a little bit of background on the internet. There's plenty of explainers. Yeah. Truly a shocking hour of television. And we didn't dive into the apology tour fully of Sandoval because we only talked about the Sheena scene, but he went to Lisa. He went to Schwartz. He was going all over the place. And the, the Lisa scene. Don't. <laughs> the, Don't. Like, panic attack. That, but was there was it? not a single tear on that man's face. I mean, yeah. why, he covers his face the whole time, and then after hyperventilating against a window, no tears. turns around and pretends to wipe a tear. There's no tears. Mm-hmm. I rewinded it. I like zoomed in. I like went up to the TV. I'm like, there's not a single tear. You just yeah. faked that. I I don't think he had an authentic tear this episode. Maybe no. with Schwartz because he feels bad for what happened to Schwartz and Sandy's, and and he loves Schwartz so much. He loves Schwartz more than Ariana. That's for he sure. Does, yeah. But no, it felt inauthentic. It felt calculated, which was kind of what Schwartz was saying the whole time, too. He had a game plan. He just didn't get to execute his game plan. Game plan? I mean, we were gonna tell this her isn't be- a game. Well, when he was like, we're, we were going to tell her before the reunion because I there was no way I was going to let her find out by it coming up at the reunion. I'm like, what? I hate this man. I hate him so much. Okay, what was your so your number one was Tom Raquel. Number two Tom was Raquel. Tom Ariana. What yeah. would be your three your your final favorite? Oh man. There were so many good scenes. I mean every scene There's was so many good scenes. There was not a flop of a moment. The James Kennedy scene. Oh my god. Was iconic. Was great when he calls Raquel. He's just great. I, I was half expecting him to say poo-poo head on that call and him yeah. calling them poo-poo head yeah. at the reunion was a mm-hmm. callback to that, but he didn't. It was still great. There's the Kristen Doty scene, which I loved oh, Kristen Doty yeah. back on my TV. I will say, like, her scene wasn't, like, that interesting, I would say. But it was just nope. fun to have her back. It was some nice relief from all yeah. the heaviness because yeah. she came in. She was light. She was trying to help, you know, Ariana with her, like, spiritual uh, practices and traditions that I think she just was channeling Phoebe from Friends. I think yeah, there's an episode yeah. where they literally do that on Friends. Um no, but it, it was nice and light. And like Ariana was laughing for the first time the whole episode. So it was nice. Yeah. And it was fun, like as fans to see like that full circle thing of like, mm-hmm. they literally <laughs> went through the same thing. I guess Ariana was the other woman at one point, but Ariana was Raquel and Kristen was, but it was not nearly as serious. No. And Kristen and Tom were like fucking awful. So yes. 
Um, and then they were yeah, not life partners. Let's put it that way. I did like the Schwartz and Ariana scene when he shows up at the bar with the girls. Yep. That was pretty good. And she's like, you know, we're not friends anymore because I won't have mutual friends. Oh, and okay, that actually segues perfectly to biggest takeaways. All right. Let me just quickly shout out that every scene was a banger scene. Yes, very that. Schwartz and Katie, Schwartz with Ariana, every scene with Lisa Vanderpump. Biggest takeaways, though, I do not think Sandoval, Schwartz, and Raquel can feasibly come back to the show because of Ariana's hard, hard red line that you cannot cross. She, even in the reunion preview, is asked, will you still be you know, friends with Lisa Vanderpump if she continues mm. to associate herself with Tom Sandoval? And Lisa Vanderpump, in- interestingly enough, made it clear in this episode, I still support Tom Sandoval. All of these kids have made mistakes, which is true. They've all made horrible mistakes. Um, none as bad as this, but Jax, I think, probably has done... Yeah, you know something similar. I mean, he did the same thing to Britney, right? So yeah. I guess Jax is the only comparable one, but he's no longer on the show, so it's right. to what I'm saying here. Anyway, Ariana responds in that short clip: "If she knows what's good for her, she wouldn't," or something to that effect. Right. Yeah, and- I feel like there was a little bit yeah. of like out of context with that, but because right, then right. when Watch What Happens Live, she yes. did say, "I think the one exception would be Lisa and Ken because they're like my parents." Basically, is how she framed it. Yeah, and they have the business with Tom Sandoval, and she understands that, like, Lisa has basically, like you're saying, been a mother to them for 15-plus years. She's not going to throw her child away after her child makes a mistake. That's usually when the nurturing comes in and the healing. But my biggest takeaway, honestly, Rai, would be, and I'd love to hear your take on this, I don't know how they can continue on with Sandoval, Raquel, and Schwartz when Ariana has this position because there's no way they're kicking Ariana out. I'll tell you that much. She is the superstar coming out of this. Yeah. She's the face of Bravo right now. I mean, she's She's doing Lifetime movies, Dancing with the Stars. She was on the Today Show. No one has come. She should actually thank Sandoval and and Raquel. No one has come out of this better. I'm kidding. Of course, the emotional trauma isn't worth it. But at the same time, she was saying on Watch What Happens Live, maybe at the end of all this, I mean, something good will come out of it all. And I think a lot of good things are coming out of it once she gets that emotional healing going. I mean, geez, like she, she will be uh, in a better financial position. Yeah. She'll, she'll never have more opportunities, you know, at her disposal than, than she does right now after this scandal. Really, And she's truly. like riding it, which is awesome. And mm-hmm. I uh, like, I kind of thought this, but like, what's this, like someone framed it better. I saw like a TikTok that this guy was like, I'm so happy for all these like opportunities that Ariana's going through because she deserves them. But what makes me even more happier is how fucking pissed Tom Sandoval is because all he wants in life is the amount of attention that she's getting and the amount of like opportunities that she's getting to be like a fucking star. That's all he wants. And he's like the opposite. Like no one's going to his concerts anymore. They're not charging admission. They're just hoping people show up for free. Like buy one, get one free. They're mm-hmm. doing for his concerts now. And you well, sent me that Uber commercial. The Uber commercial. Big Uber Eats is good as gold. (laughs) But like, no, I think they even won his last show, like last week or something. It was just free. They were like, just anyone. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. It's so bad. By the way, for for our listeners who may not have seen it, Ariana, Sheena, and Lala are now like the face of Uber with this like Uber is good as gold campaign. I mean, come on. That's a huge like campaign to be a spokesperson for Uber. I mean, yeah. And That's a crazy endorsement opportunity. Also, someone's made this, um, I saw on Twitter, they were like, pay attention to the commercials in tonight's episode. Mm. The beginning of the season, it was like 
tummy tea and like whatever, like low budget commercials. This episode, it's Uber Eats, Disney Plus, like Little Mermaid. Like it's big time. Like people are paying to be commercials during Vanderpump Rules now the way that like in a way that's never happened before. You know how people track like um, like how much certain like ad spots are worth, especially for the Super Bowl, like. This year, a 30-second spot is $5 million for the Super Bowl, right? Right. I would be so curious, to your point, Rai, like, what were spot 30-second spots worth for episode one of this season versus right. the finale? I bet, like, a 30-second spot could have been, like, I don't know, 100 grand? Maybe less. I don't know. I don't know I don't the know economics. Yeah, I'm like, ads, but, $10. But, like, let me pretend it's 100K. For the finale, it was, like, 500K. Oh, for not sure. More. I mean, it's... I want to, I've been waiting to see the ratings because I'm like, mm-hmm. I have friends who don't even watch the show who watched last night's episode. They were like, I'm like, I was texting my friend and I was like, sorry, like, I might not respond. I'm like watching Raider Pump Rolls. She goes, oh, I'm about to start it. I've never seen a single episode of that show. And I was like, this is insane. I would love to get like maybe your, your friend on our show to talk about like their experience watching the finale with no other context other than what they've heard the last three months. Right. Yeah. Because we're talking about like this episode and like adding the context of like us watching the show from 10 years ago and like knowing their whole lives like Villa Blanca, this Villa Blanca, that like if your friend has never seen any other episode, they're watching this episode through a lens that I can't even fathom. You know what I'm saying? Like (laughs) they they must be like, who the hell are these people? I wonder like if it obviously as fans, like and followers and close personal friends of the cast, it hits us a lot harder, but like, I wonder how if people who didn't know anything watched it and were like, "Whoa, this is actually really crazy." I feel like I feel like you could watch it with no context and be like, "This was pretty crazy." I think it was still a great episode of television, as long as you had just a teensy bit of context going in that you know this um, this cheating scandal. What was going on? Like, yeah, that's all I you need like to know. Anyone who would know what Vanderpump Rules is at least has some context, like unless you've been sleeping under a rock. Someone at least has a friend who in the past three months has not shut up about it. So like people are like right. aware of what's going on. We are uh, that friend, so we know. I am that friend. <laughs> Wait, um, right. What do you what do you think of my takeaway though? That's that there's almost no well, way I could be if, wrong. No as way. Always. But um <laughs> no, I I agree. I'm very, very curious to see what they do because Sure. I, I think my one thing is, I don't think Raquel's coming back. I don't think uh, Sandoval's coming back. Schwartz is the third that I'm like, I think they could, f- they might have something there. But Ariana said, if you're still talking to him, you're dead to me. My, There's no way Schwartz is cutting Sandoval off, is he? No. Oh my God. No, 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 no. Um, I don't know. I, I, and I, I, I could be completely wrong. Like it could be the three of them out but there's something with Schwartz that I'm like, <clears throat> even if he's like somehow they'll still figure out a way where maybe they're not hanging out, but they're still can be around each other. He's kind of the tie to the, the other two that could somehow keep them in the loop. I don't know. Right. Did like, you ever watch yeah. the Hills? Did I watch the Hills? Yeah, I did like way back when, but I was never like obsessed. Okay, I never, I've never, i never seen an episode. Oh. I saw a tweet, and I wish I can remember all the names. I just remember Lauren is one of the names. 
Uh, okay, yes. And Lauren Conrad, <laughs> famously. Okay, so apparently there was a feud that was irreconcilable. Like, you know, the Lauren and the other girl. Is it Heidi? Heidi, yes. Okay. Armin. Okay, so they got into a feud. And there was no resolving the feud. So right. apparently at some point on the hills, there was basically two shows within one. There mm-hmm. was the show, you know, tracking Heidi and yep. the show tracking Lauren. Yeah. Do they do that with Vanderpump rules? And, and here, here's going to be my follow-up question. Would Ariana even allow it? Would Ariana say, if they're on the show, show I'm not on the show. Because right. I could see a scenario where you have the pod, the triad of like Raquel and, right. and Schwartz and Sandoval filming together and like kind of doing a arc that's like their aftermath to Scandaball. Right. And then you see everyone else and we follow their aftermath because I think a lot of fans would still be interested in seeing the aftermath for everyone, including Sandoval as much yeah. as everyone hates him, but just to see like maybe how he's struggling. It could be shot in Freud, right? Like people like watching him struggle through his concerts and the bar is struggling and people are going to be cheering that on, which doesn't sound great, but I could see that selling tickets if you know. Yeah. What I mean. Um, but wait, would thought, Ariana be cool with that? I don't know. That's what I thought originally. It was like it would almost be like Vanderpump Rules, the fallout, like of mm-hmm. like two groups or something. My problem with that is like it's giving very like a couple seasons ago when they brought in all the new people, like Dana and Max, and like all of them, yeah. and it felt like two different shows. To be fair, they were still trying to force like the new people and the old people to like be friends and hang out. So I guess it was still trying to force the two together. But it felt like well, I'm watching like two different shows that like kind of don't have any like tie-in. But this would have the tie-in of Scandal. It would have the tie-in of Scandal, yeah. I don't know. I mean, it could work. I that's my thing, is like as much as like Tom and Raquel are fucking demented, like <laughs> they're also the whole reason that this is like blowing up. Like right. You almost kind of like have to. Give, I don't want to say have to give them credit, but like you kind of got to give them credit. And I'm kind of like I still think they should like be on the show because I want to see like what they do. And they had the best scene in the finale for a reason. It's oh just God. juicy television. Whether you think it's cringe or not, and I think everyone thinks it's cringe, but it's like good cringe. It's it's the car crash that you can't look away from, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. they did officially announce their breakup yesterday. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how much I buy that. Which is so fucking stupid. But yeah, I'm. it is one of On my... On the day of the finale seems a little convenient. Yeah. Wow. Can't stop being relevant for four seconds. Um, <laughs> I will say that is something I'm very curious about. And like I mentioned earlier with the con- contract negotiations being put on pause, I think that's what the producers are probably trying to figure out is like, how do we move forward from this? Well, did Obviously, you hear the Coming back. Subtract the rumors. What'd you say? You hear the rumors? What's the rumors? Or there's like speculation that... So there's the one-on-one interviews that happened, and then there's the broader reunion. Okay, the one-on-one interviews with Ariana and Sandoval and Raquel. Supposedly, there's going to be something that comes out from those one-on-ones that nobody knows about, not even the rest of the cast. Uh Uh-oh. And apparently, it could be so damaging that, that the cast may not want to continue filming. Okay, that's... That's the idea. So, so, so the theory would go like this. They want to bring everyone back, including Sandoval, Raquel, and maybe they'll try to convince Ariana it's okay. You'll never be in the same room. Fine. But there's speculation that they still need to see the fallout of this revelation. Mm-hmm. So people are, are wondering what it is, speculating on what it could be. 
one of the ideas is that Tom and Raquel have actually been sleeping together since way before August. And while James and Raquel were together, and the reason why Raquel broke off the engagement is because she started her affair with Sandoval. Let's go. Irresponsible speculation time. Oh, my God. (laughs) Do you think? I don't know. I mean, anything's possible. We wouldn't have thought any of this before it happened. I would absolutely lose it. But that comes out during the one-on-ones. Apparently something comes out of the one-on-ones. Oh, my God. So maybe that's it. And I could see that being the death knell. Like, we can't come back from that. Also, that weird thing of, like, Tom Sandoval paying for the Rochella. Right. He's always been way too invested in this girl. Uh Uh-huh. Yep. Interesting. Yep. I need mm. to know. And wait, so the one-on-ones are happening on Peacock or I need to figure that out. I don't know how they're going to edit it all together. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. Here's my other um okay, yeah. That would be amazing. I would love that. Well, I hate that, but I love that. Um <laughs> poo poo head. The two <laughs> of you. Poo poo heads. heads. Um do you think that they're gonna bring Kristen or like any of them back as full time people or no? I could see it. I think there was such a positive response to Kristen uh, and her appearance on Watch What Happens Live. Yeah. The fans rated it as, as a 9 out of 10. They look at all of that data, right? Yeah. So but I wonder if it would be more like kind of what she did last night where she was kind of like a friend of almost. Which I could see a friend a of. A little yeah. bit more sense, I would say. Mm-hmm. I think they could move Allie up to full time. People are loving Allie. I love Allie. I could I totally see great. it. She was the first to see the scandal. She was the whistleblower, famously. Yeah um yeah i don't know i'm i'm so curious to see what happens with like next season of who's on and who's not because that's gonna also like determine like do we keep riding this wave is it gonna only get more popular or was this like a flash in the pan like type thing so i'm it's gonna be crazy we've talked about this it could be the end of vanderpump rules or at the very least the definitive peak and then yeah. next year is such a disappointment because there's just no way it could live up to this season. I mean, there's, there's no way. There's there's little chance that anything ever lives right. up to this ever again. I mean, this You're is right. the most important thing in my life ever. <laughs> <laughs> but <Same. laughs> I have not like felt joy like this in so long. Last night was, <clears throat> I'll never forget that moment watching that show. It was just so good. I need to okay. Camille just sent me something interesting and she's saying uh, we need to watch it. Oh. Uh, so I'm going to throw it up. I'm going to throw it up to the my screen here and see. She's saying it's breaking news. We have what? breaking news on the podcast for the first time. Did she text it to me? No, she just texted it to me. Not in our, not in our group chat? She didn't do it on the group chat. Can't believe you, Camille. But I'm going to open it up. It's, I think it's Ariana on the Today Show with Hoda and Jenna. I'm throwing oh it up. God. She's on the Today Show today. Yeah. Let's see what it is. Let's see what it is. Will Ariana Maddox return to Vanderpump Rules? <laughs> We're watching, everyone. Are you going to, like, can I hear it? I'm going to tell you what happens. How does this work? Oh, you're just listening and then I don't listen? It's annoying. She says, I- I'll be back if they'll have me back. Okay. <gasps> she. So they asked her, do you have rules? Like, if that he can't be back or she can't be back Mm -hmm. and then you won't come back. And she said, that's not up to me. Hold on. There's 14 seconds left in this clip and then I'll tell you the rest. 
<laughs> I can't control any of that. She says, I have no interest in speaking to either of them. Okay, fair. Then they ask if she'll ever be in a room with them. She doesn't plan to. Okay. And they ask if she could set those boundaries. And she says, usually no. <gasps> oh, this means we could get the idea of like the two-track Vanderpump rules following the aftermath of, of Scandaval. We watched the Raquel Schwartz Sandoval side of things and then the Ariana side of things. Mm-hmm. That could be an interesting season of TV. It won't be this juicy, won't be this explosive, but right. I think it could be interesting. My other thing is I wonder if Raquel will come back. I think she's loving Great the attention question. to an extent, but like when that scene popped up where they were like, after filming this, she turned her phone off and we didn't hear from her again. So like, I know she's not, I don't think she's like handling it as well as like Sandoval is because Sandoval I think is so narcissistic that he's like, any attention is good attention type thing. Right. But I think Raquel like is a fucking idiot, but like it is probably not like enjoying like how everyone hates her. I think there's a very serious conversation to be had about mental health, which we're not equipped to have. And we also on this like satirical podcast normally don't have those kind of serious conversations. Right. And like, I'm mentally ill too. So I like not going to say anything about it, but. But being a national villain just cannot be healthy emotionally, mentally, physically, spiritually in no way, shape or form. I don't care even how, well, okay. Maybe if you're that narcissistic, it wouldn't matter. Right. Jack's right. Taylor kind of thrived on it, but even right. he came out recently and he said it was starting to really burn him out being the villain year after year. Yeah. And like, who knows if he's just saying that for sympathy or if he really means it, but I could see that being true for anybody. It's tough. I mean, nobody talked about Vanderpump rules really until this year on a, on a national zeitgeisty level. And suddenly the New York times is writing about you right. Right. in particular and you're not even like a main cast member or you weren't until this season yeah that could really suck and everyone is mocking you ridiculing you all over social media like saying some pretty horrific things like and i get it they're bad they did bad things maybe they're bad people i don't know right but it sucks to have like a lot of people kind of like wishing horrible things on you (laughs) and people have done that and i kind of think that's taking it too far like come on and that's the thing too is like okay yeah Jax was like the villain but it was never you know it was if like we said if you watch the show you talk shit about Jax it wasn't every person who's never even heard of you before having an opinion this is like next level being a villain to people who like people who had never heard Raquel's name before the last three months only hate her like only know bad things about her that's yep. so much different from like being the villain on a reality TV show that was like semi nichely popular. Yes. Um, You're right. I can only imagine. I think even like on Watch What Happens Live last night with Ariana, when she told the story about oh I came home and there was letters from Raquel addressed to Tom and he's like what did what did they say she's like well I can't open them that's illegal but um <laughs> she was like or she was like it was just a letter from her a handwritten letter. And Andy was like, oh, sent from her, like, uh, mental health wellness center or whatever. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God, she's still in her, like, wellness center. Like, I don't think she's doing well. Which no. Which is about, but, like, whoops. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, I kind of, I, I, like, I want to say I feel bad for her, but at the same time, she betrayed her best friend. I, yeah, I just, no, I mean, yeah, you can feel bad to do an I feel bad for her in the way of, like, it can't be easy having 
everyone on planet earth hate you and say publicly awful things about you and wish you harm. But I don't feel bad. Like, it's like that meme of like, oh no, like not the consequences of my own actions, like me having to deal with it. It's like, yeah, kind of, you like should have thought about that beforehand. Cheating on your, like cheating on your best friends, like whatever, fucking over your best friend is bad, no matter what. Doing it while you're on a television show, you gotta know. Like, it's not gonna just like get brushed over. It, it was such a avoidable mishap. Yeah. And mishap is a very kind way of putting it. Such an yeah. avoidable betrayal. It, it, it's interesting because I think the whole thing with Schwartz and Katie was more defensible because at some point, basically, Katie started bullying Raquel. And then was like, I'm not your friend. Okay, this isn't your friend, so I, I don't imagine you'd have any sort of loyalty yeah. to her. But Ariana was like your ride or die, dude. Like Ariana was backing you against Katie, even her business partner, was standing up for you and being like your support system, your shoulder to cry on in LA when you almost have no other friends other than Sheena. Well, but even like, I would say Sheena was her other friend, but Ariana still defended Raquel harder and more often than Sheena did. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, you know, 100%. it's just insane. Like that is just, it's just like, so avoidable. Like, and so, yeah, the yeah. consequences are the consequences. So, you know, yeah, you could feel bad. Like, like you're saying, you feel bad to an extent, but I like, I'm not, I'm not like thinking there shouldn't be any consequences. If she like fucked shorts, it would have been like drama and people would have been like, you're, that's bad. Like, but there would have been, I feel like there would have been more sides to the story. And people would have gone over it very easily. And that would have been like a good, like a good line for the season and people would have had opinions, but it wouldn't have been this big of a deal and people would have moved on and like everything would go back to normal essentially. Like that's once again, the basis of this show is people like hooking up with people in the group. To Ariana, that is inexcusable, and that's why it blew up into this whole thing. And it's been quite a roller coaster ride. Yeah, and I can't even get into the psychology of what would make her do that in the first place. I think Ariana actually got into it really well in the beginning of the finale in that whole her versus Sandoval scene, mm-hmm. where she talks about how like Raquel is a person who doesn't have an identity and seeks to find her identity in other men, which she was reading everything to Phil. She frankly had her once everything opened up to her and she saw what was really happening. She was nailing the truth of it all. Like not just what's happening on the surface level, but the, like I'm saying the psychology behind it, the motivations behind everything. Like Sandoval, you're in a midlife crisis. You need someone to gas you up. You need a yes man. Um, like uh, Raquel is this person who doesn't seem to know who she is, which is the only way you could do such a thing. Because if you don't yeah. have any sort of like sense of self of yourself, yeah, yeah, like you, that's the way. I mean, because you you would understand the the backlash alone. That alone would make you not want to do such a thing, right? Yeah. Like from a pure selfishness standpoint, let alone thinking and having empathy for others. Out of straight up like fear of the backlash that should have stopped you like at the bare minimum let alone the like personal like empathetic like human nature part of it knowing that you're on the show and it's going to come out like you're not going to keep that a secret forever that's like herself like insane that made me think going on up here (sighs) 
I know. It made me think of the thing she said, I think, in her confessional, which was, like, I, I never knew what it was like to have, like, sex with someone I actually loved. And so right. like, that's why Sandoval was irresistible to me, because I realized that I actually, like, loved him as a friend and as a person. What? Yeah. Cringe. And what were you doing with James for six years? Yeah. Well, James is a different story. We can get into right. that. Right. <laughs> oh, it's so layered. It's, it's so nuts. layered. And it's, I mean, it's when people say reality television is an art, I will freaking promptly guide them to this episode mm-hmm. and say, tell me this isn't fucking art. Genius. People going. I got emotional in that first scene when that music started playing. I was like, not me kind of tearing up. <laughs> I meet, I got emotional numerous times, especially when Ariana was crying. Like there was a part where Ariana was with uh, Lisa Vanderpump and she says something like, I, I still miss him. I wish I didn't miss him. Uh-huh. Yeah. She's like, the worst part is that I miss him. And I'm like, oh, yeah. Oh. Even so like saying her shorts, like her short conversation with shorts, when she kind of cried a little bit to him, that was hard. Cause she was like, we're not friends. And like, then that's another thing. It's like, now I'm losing like friends. I'm losing like, because of the, these people's like awful actions, like it just sucks. And being reminded of how she was Schwartz's uh, grooms, grooms mm-hmm. person, oh, grooms yeah. people. All the flashbacks, like really yeah. fucking hit at home. Yeah, I thought that was really effective from a storytelling standpoint because I forgot that. So you kind of think Schwartz's team Sandoval and this person's right. team, no. and then you going back to the sheena thing you forget the complexity in all their yeah. relationships and actually they're all really tight mm-hmm. which makes this betrayal that much worse mm-hmm. and that's why everyone is affected in the whole group like mm-hmm. even if they it's not just like i'm standing by my girl it's like i'm standing by my girl because you also fucked over like me and like our trust like even lala like has some sort of relationship with them we didn't get into lala she wasn't really that much part of it but no she wasn't um, really <clears throat> Even like getting Kristen Joe, like there's, it's the web that is wove through this group. It <laughs> affects everyone. I'm obsessed with it. Oh, Somehow Jackson Brittany are involved. Like please. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh but no, gosh. it's incredible. I mean, this has been such a. F- <laughs> it's sad to say fun, but like such a fun era to be a part to be a Bravo fan. How lucky are we? I mean, they weren't even hiding it last night. They literally had the screens up during Watch What Happens Live showing the watch parties going on. Right. That was shocking to me. It almost looked like back in the day when we used to do the RuPaul's Drag Race watch uh-huh. parties. Yeah. And we'd go to the bars and there'd be like yeah. 500 people. There were bars all around the country My airing son. Vanderpump rules. And there, there were hundreds of people getting wasted watching together collectively. It, like It was this zeitgeisty, almost like HBO Sunday night event like game of thrones this is my super bowl but i'm like no it's literally the super bowl right my friend was on the screen for the uh for the new york one no way i didn't see it till this morning she posted on instagram she's like not me literally being like one of the five people on the screen for the watch what happens live like new york viewing and but she was at this huge bar 310 bowery which is like this huge bar in um i'm pretty sure it's brooklyn maybe i don't know but she was like showing videos like hundreds of people and she was like you had to buy a ticket in she was like, totally are sold out. She's like, one of my friends, literally on Instagram, is like, one of my friends bailed last minute. I have a ticket. Like, text me if you can make it. <laughs> like, there's tickets to go watch this fucking show. Um, I watched it at, at my friend's place, um, just me and my friend, but we were screaming. I obviously drank an entire bottle of wine while watching it. <laughs> um, and it was it was necessary, like, group viewing, I feel. 
Yeah, I didn't do a group viewing. Like everyone just happened to be busy last night, but we're gonna do it for the reunion. You and Camille didn't even watch together. No, Camille and I watched together. Okay, well, like, I mean, it wasn't like a watching, you had to watch with at least one other person because you had. To oh yeah, Camille. yeah, and that's what we were doing. Oh, I know God. I'm sad because I can't watch the reunions live, so I have to. I record them so I can watch it like later that night. But um, I know people are. I know friends are planning like reunion watch parties, which is hilarious. Like that's so that's never. It is now. <laughs> and just to to your point to reiterate, like I think the emotional investment that we've all had in this show for a decade has caused two things. One, that intense, like almost grief, but definitely anger that everyone is feeling. Mm -hmm. But also a level of enjoyment because uh, it's just so juicy and you only watch reality TV for the drama, for the juice. And it has kind of galvanized all the fans together. I think there used to be like the Jax people and the you know, Sandoval people and then the people who are Team Stasi versus Team Sheena. And but this has galvanized everyone together, brought in people who have never heard of the show. It's become, like I said, a cultural zeitgeist moment where it's featured in the New York Times and CNN and Time all Mag- these outlets that would never Time magazine? On DJ James Kennedy yesterday. Just, it, it was a little always- like DJ James Kennedy is the number one guy in this group. (laughs) Yes! I love that. See, it's brought all these media outlets that would never even think to cover Vanderpump Rules Mm -hmm. to the show, covering the show, new uh, viewers. Will they be longstanding viewers? Not necessarily, but they're here for this moment. So, yes, it is a bit of fun. Hate to say it, but I think Ariana's having fun, too. She was smiling, laughing. Uh She She was having the best night last night. Fuck last night. That dress. Was it called Funeral Chic, or what was it called? Funeral Chic. It was giving Princess Diana um, revenge dress. But, um, no, it's been so fun. It's been amazing. Um, I'm so happy to be alive in this time. (laughs) And we just, like, we're eating. We're we're eating. Eating good. Right. Okay, I'm going to peel back the curtain a little bit for our listeners here. We had a whole outline for a whole episode. I think let's just stick to VPR this episode. You know, we we covered it. We had a couple other topics, but I, in the back of my head, I was like, there's an, I'm, it's all I'm going to want to, like, I I could talk about it for another hour, but that Right. And I think that's the thing. It's like, kind of monopolizing our brain space right now so how could we talk about i don't care about anything else i really don't and like i would say (laughs) if our listeners are not um vpr people i'm sorry because something tells me that we'll probably do a reunion reaction as well but we will fit in these other stories because they're they're solid stories actually they are celebrity today was today the only thing that mattered was vanderpump rules let's be honest I mean, we just watched the episode like less than 24 hours ago. So yeah, it's, it's just in so our bad. mind, in our head. Well, anyway, I think I think we covered it all. That's it. Yeah. I mean, we'll we'll keep um, reacting as the weeks go on. But um, I hope you guys enjoyed and let us know what you guys thought. Maybe send us your favorite um, your favorite scenes. Rank your scenes. Um, are you Team Ariana or Team Sandoval? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, right. I was like Sandoval. <laughs> Um, but yeah, thanks for listening and let us know what you guys thought and we'll uh, talk to you next time. And follow us on wherever you listen to podcasts yes. or subscribe, I guess. Leave us five stars on the iTunes. We're on TikTok now. We are. Rye's always been, Rye's like a, a TikTok champion. I love TikTok, but it's so hard. I'm going to still, I'm going to still let you do the social media. You're welcome. 
<laughs> well, uh, Holly Chick Pod, it's at Holly Chick Pod on TikTok, Instagram, everywhere else. But we're mostly focusing on, on TikTok. So if you want to see what we're up to on there, it's basically little snippets of the podcast. But you may get more. You never know. So Make follow us there. Content. Yeah, like us, comment, do all the fun stuff to, you know, show us you love us or or not. Maybe you don't. Or hate us. Just like Sandoval, we'll take any type of attention. So <laughs> let us know um, how you truly feel. And um, don't cheat. Um, don't fuck your best friend's boyfriend. I think that's the no. takeaway. Yeah. Well, we'll leave you with that PSA. <laughs> Hope that rings true. Um, love ya. Bye. Bye.